You're listening to Mad from Monroe on Big Blocks Garage. All right, we're back with another episode of Mad from Monroe. We still have Mike Narks here. You don't have to sound so excited. We're still hanging out in Matt's garage. <laughs> I won't let them leave. <laughs> we're here with Fro. And I immediately want to break into something here since we've got Narks in here. There's a, a, a video that you did where you're throwing something at an inner tube hanging on the wall. You're playing a game where you decide oh. to start target practicing. And, and I don't even remember what you're throwing, but you're throwing something at the wall. Yeah, it was a, a V-belt. like A, a V-belt, a you're right, yes. And we were trying to loop it onto something. And it was like a good 18, 20-foot swing to get. I mean, dude, it, was, it was a perfect breakup for the night. Now, the reason, I, the reason I wanted to get into that, back home when we were hanging out at the shop, we had we had moved into this shop. There was a, a, a lot of, of old tires in the shop. And we had a football, oh, and yeah. we were bored, just absolutely bored. And we start rolling this tire back and forth across the wall, and we're trying to hit the center of it with the football. And I, I remember thinking to myself, man, is this really what you're supposed to be doing in a shop? Yes. yes. And it turns out it is. You've got it on video. You've got it documented now. Yeah. And that's what it turns into. It turns into a, a, some kind of challenge like that. Oh, yeah. And that cracked me up to see that on one of your videos. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. And we never landed it. People are going to stop watching this. <laughs> no, it's, and it's, it's a solid, like, what, five minutes? It's probably that, yeah. Of sped you guys. up. It sped up five minutes. Like, it was like eight or... 12 minutes probably of time in real life. We were trying. We were bored, man, and frustrated. Like, that's the other part. We were frustrated. So it's like, it was a good break. Yeah, there gets to be a point where you have to step back. Yeah. And we do something point. else. Yeah, yeah. I was going to put that cylinder head to the <laughs> <laughs> Now, I believe what we we're going to try and get into on this one, we're, we, we wanted to talk about. What was it? Unlimited budget. Money builds. is no object. Money is no object. Not builds. a dream build because I don't want to get all SEMA with this like Matt's yeah. duster. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I want to get into stuff that is like you can go and buy a car that's obtainable and you can spend whatever you want to on building the car. We're not talking about buying a Ferrari F40. We're talking about buying a car that needs built and building it. And since we since we cut you short on the last episode, I think it's only fair that you start this out. Ooh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's what I, I... When I was 12 years old, I built a 72 Chevelle SS model car. Okay? Okay. Big block, four-speed, blue. I would build that car. And I, it would be as much as I dislike carburetors. It would be a carved big block... Four speed, like a two ninety five rear tire on some fifteens. I mean, like it would be like it would look muscle like muscle should look. Yeah. Because you know, with that car right, I mean, you're gonna spend a bunch of money to do it. Yeah, but there ain't nothing wrong with that either. That no, I know, I know. I just like that's not that's the car my brain goes to every time that I'm like, if I was gonna build something, it'd be that. There you go. So me and a friend outside of this circle were talking earlier today about the carburetor deal, and there's nothing like popping the hood and seeing a carburetor there, a four barrel. Yeah. You can throw a Fitec on there, 
with an air cleaner on top of it. No yeah. one knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're still sold, yeah. right? Listen, yeah. if I'm building this in my own head, fair <laughs> enough. Do that. Fair and enough. Like, Perfect. If what? I was if I was really building it, it was really my money, it'd be a I mean it'd be a big inch LS. Yeah. And it would probably have a roots blower of some kind on it, and would most likely be a six L eighty automatic. You know what I mean? Like if right. I was really gonna sit down and put sixty thousand dollars or something if I had that kind of money, that's what I would realistically build. But if I'm doing a fun build, yeah. There you go. Now I do I, I do have one question. It turns out that that there are apparently more people than I thought that are into the whole donk scene. And when when we oh, had you on here last time, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get yes. into this part of it. <laughs> well, so when good. we had you on here last time, <laughs> we we mentioned the donk as an idea. Well, what is what is your what is your your oh, dream for that. a donk? Uh, so like a seventy late seventies Caprice two door in like a. Milky yellow, like whatever Ooh. that color was, you know what I mean? Like kind of like pastel yellow. Yeah. On like some probably a twenty-six because I want to put a tire on it. Like I want at least some kind of sidewall. I don't want like a rubber band on like a 30. And just pimping. Like yellow interior, <laughs> yellow outside. He's like, even have like a little velvet dangles. No, well, not like that kind of pimping. I'm talking like just where you like just Gangster, just like you pull up and you're like, damn. Not like <laughs> you want like, them to like know want, that you're listening to Stoop Dog when you, yeah, like, also, like, like first or second album, you know what I mean? Like, chrome bumpers, chrome grill. I'm not doing like sipping on gin and juice. You, yeah. you want them to yeah. know you got the next episode on repeat, yes. <laughs> next yeah. No, I'm, I got the first episode on repeat. <laughs> Dr. Dre been found yet. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just Mr. Dre. He's, <laughs> he's still in school. Yeah. He's not gone through medical school yet. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I'll tell you what's been kicking around in my head a bunch, and um, there's a guy that uh, I can't remember his YouTube channel, but he built a Corvette to go like 40 miles a gallon. I'd like to get some of that. Wait a minute. Yeah, he drove like Wait a 400 miles or something like that on 10 gallons. I mean, it's like a 40 mile per gallon. Back this up. Is like it a, a V8 car? Yeah. yeah Mike, I just, want, I just want to let you know right now, the oil companies have already taken him out. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's he's wow. in the he's in the Mojave somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to skip my comment because it's not allowed on this podcast. But is it a, is it a six-speed? Yep. Standard yep. transmission. Six-speed car. He doesn't drive it hard because he's going for the mileage. Downgraded the cam. Is it a factory? No. What are it, we doing here? It's all here? factory, but what he did is he turned the lean tune way up. So once he gets up to like a certain speed and all that kind of stuff on the highway. So if you go wide open throttle, you're detonating this thing and it's done. Well, so the tune will take over and that stuff. So what he did is he, I mean, it's like a ton of, tech, of thought process that went into it. You know, he didn't just like... Oh, I can't do this if it's thought process. Well, so, I mean, he, he intentionally built the car for that. So, like, at a certain RPM and certain gear, it just goes into, like, the super high lean. I've always setup. been fascinated by the hypermiling deal. Some of these guys get Civics awesome. and they go, like, 800 miles or something yeah. ridiculous on, yeah. a, on a tank of gas. And I think what's crazy, like, the way my brain works on stuff like that is, like, you're not you're not modifying that car. You're modifying, I guess, the Civic to get that kind yes. of miles. But like that's just like modifying ourselves to get the most horsepower. I yeah, mean, like, you're it's just the in opposite. A whole different 
thought process. Yeah, I've always been absolutely fascinated by that. Would I do it? Never. <laughs> Never, ever would I ever do that. But it's such a cool concept to me, and I've read yeah. about them, and I've heard about them, and I've, I've, I've watched videos... And it's I've never figured out how you would even begin to go down that road, but it's it's still the interesting. Hard part, the hard part for my brain is like, okay, you get that one time. Yeah. You got a tailwind, you're yeah. Yeah. like, yeah, you're celebrating. But like like how do you do that day in, day out and keep that kind of you know momentum and- to that same effect though, how do you build a reliable nine second car that you can drive every day? That's uh-huh. the same it's the same challenge, right? Yeah. But it's a difference the different side of the yeah. spectrum. And I, I would almost think it's probably <clears throat> harder. Like yeah. just because Because you're leaning every, it out. You don't well, want to lean anything out. Well and everything, you know, is built horsepower, horsepower, mm-hmm. horsepower. So yeah. like you start talking about, well, hey, I don't necessarily need horsepower, I don't mind putting a cam in something. But I wanted to get better mileage. Yeah. You know, like the vet was an interesting choice for that guy. Well, one, it's super aerodynamic, and they already get yeah. 26 or 7 on the highway. They're, and they're yeah. light, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So Power to weight is great. Yeah, and he didn't change tires or anything like that. Like, you, you know, you could gain a little bit there, and you could yeah. go with a thinner tire and all that kind of stuff. And spend all this crazy money to get a 42 mile per gallon. And weight reduction. Poor yeah. man. <laughs> you know, like, and then you rump on it and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, wait a minute. It still only gets boring. Yeah. yeah. So. Had that was no idea we were going down that rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah. Good so, job, bro. I, so that's, that's been in my mind. Uh, I, was you know, letting y'all, I was letting y'all go. That's like, something. 600 horsepower is a ton of fun. Burns tires all the time with, the, with what the truck will be. But like now, you know, thinking this other side of stuff would be kind of fun too. That's interesting. Yeah, but you just got to keep your hand in it. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so to go some, something to touch on. To go reverse order, I think we go to fro for the next. Yeah. No, no money, no problem. See, mine and mine's kind of weird though. Mine's I. Okay, so we we don't get into much of a discussion about four-wheeling on here because of course you you've already it's shot that fine. down i don't care no here's the deal some of it is neat i'm just it's not my thing you can talk about it so i i like jeeps i like jeeps and i, I like the older jeeps and, and i i want a flat fender jeep uh late 40s early 50s jeep Ooh. rod style but i want to do see and i i see people do the 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 jeep rod thing and not one of them has actually hit me just right to where I look at it and I go, that's right. That's how it should be. Yep. So what, what I, there was a drawing a, a long time ago of, of uh, a Bonneville style flat fender Jeep. And, and I like the drawing. I like the concept. I like the idea of where he was going, but I want like, like a total <laughs> America's most beautiful roadster Jeep, like I, I want like the concourse, the, the full Pete and Jake's chassis underneath it with the. the it'll be done almost too just good. like a thirty-four Ford, too good to with drive. the quick change rear end and the the super bell front axle and, and all that stuff, and the <clears> the baseball glove leather interior, perfectly finished out on the body, like, and I don't want the wheels to stick out. I don't want the tires to stick out. I want everything to fit the way it's supposed to fit mm. and look really good. And and I just haven't seen it yet. There's a lot of guys who do the Jeep Rod thing and you wind up with the tires sticking out and that's fine. 
I just have a different different direction that I would like to go with it. Difference the whole point. I, and I realize that, but at, at the same time, like somebody's going to do it. Might as well be you. I I would love to be the guy that does that, <laughs> but I I just like I said, it, it going for the full like street rod treatment and money's no object. I I, I would want to. That's the direction I would want to go. What there, there's a lot of really cool cars that I'd, I'd like to have. I love 63 Corvettes. God knows why. Um, Split I, window because they're freaking beautiful. I, I love the Tri-5 Chevys. I, there, there's a lot of really cool cars out there. But if I could if I could dart across country in that Jeep, okay, so I engine. think that would be accomplishing something. What engine? Um, Power plant. What are we doing? Uh, there, there's two directions that, that I would be okay with going on that. You could go with the the classic Hemi, the old Hemi. Mm, the, like the, a 331? Yeah. Nah. Go with something like that, or you, you go flathead mm-hmm. Ford. At one point, Ford was making Jeeps because Jeep didn't have the capacity. Well, I think it was Kaiser at the time, didn't have the capacity to build enough Jeeps to send over for the war. So Ford built some. Mm-hmm. So there are still some Ford, I believe it's GPWs that are out there. Mm-hmm. So there is that connection to Ford. So you can go with a, a flathead Ford with a, a Scotts blower and uh, just kind of have fun with it and the, the cool Edelbrock heads and, and all that. Or you go with the, the old Firedome Hemis. I love the Firedome idea. And yeah. you get all the Offenhauser uh, yeah. aluminum intakes and all the crazy California chrome so uh, speed parts. Y- y'all spent time like driving up 37 and like to uh, Monette, Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's this old gas station that's right there. Well, there mm-hmm. like used to be a, like a 331 Hemi in one of the dump trucks that's out behind mm-hmm. that in the woods. Yeah. We were back in there one day digging around and neat, neat stuff back behind that. No, I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool old stuff. I mean, yeah. I had no idea we were going Jeep either. So we've done hyper miles and we've done Jeeps. I'm <laughs> yeah. shocked. About See, but, the way but, this is going. I, but I want a Jeep. Like, Go ahead. Would it be like a like a gasser style front end two wheel drive Jeep, like with like a pizza cutter slick on the back, or not a pizza cutter? Basically, the basically the the best way I could I could describe it is you would almost have to go with the the drawing that was done. I believe it was done by Tom Taylor. The drawing featured like 16-inch artillery wheels from from like a 36 Ford or something like that. Yeah. You would almost have to go that route. Yeah. Or, or like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do spokes. I, I don't like spokes at all, especially not on this idea. Yeah. He doesn't like spokes on this idea. Now, if you if you decide to go with the the old Fire Dome Hemi. Mm-hmm. You could probably almost pull off like the 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 Halibrands. You could almost yeah, run like the the thirty four drag car setup yeah, yeah. to where you had the the spindle mounts so, on the front. I mean, are, are you? Because I don't like that, dude. I mean, I love this. Like this is this is what I envision <laughs> yeah. with like uh, this podcast thing. So uh, I mean, like it's drop I beam. Drop drop I beam. Like the actual sits low. The actual Super Bell front axle that you yeah. can order for the the older Fords. Yeah. I would want a modified version of that that would that would fit in the frame rails. And, and like I said, yeah. Su- Super Bell comes from uh, Pete and Jake's in Peculiar, Missouri. Mm-hmm. It would almost have to be like a Pete and Jake's chassis that it's sitting on. They would almost yeah. have to just build the chassis for that Jeep. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. Like, and, a, like a ladder bar set up rear so it's got the look from exactly. the side and like a like those old Firestone slicks in the back would be cool. Exactly. So with you on tucked. Like I don't want it to be Yeah, marrow. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, go with like an eight-inch wide slick. Bonneville would be kind of yeah. See, and the speed dyers on the back. And yeah. the bad thing is, you wouldn't be able to get it really low. I mean, I, I would probably want to be that guy who goes in the the fender well. The top of the fender well sits about three, four inches below the the, the actual top of the body mm-hmm. on those jeeps. I would want to move that fender well up so you could get up in there as far as you possibly could. Yeah, but. In the end, you're going to have a, a, a lowered Jeep that doesn't look altogether lowered yep. because you're not going to be able to get too far down yeah. on those tires. But it, it's also one of those things, if you look at the old street rods, there's a lot of those old street rods that the fender just sets directly on the tire. Yeah. I mean, you you don't know how he's negotiating a turn as he's pulling <laughs> into the fairgrounds. Yep. So it, it's, it's going to have to be kind of like that. I, I don't want to run, I wouldn't want to run bags. Yeah, I would want to run an actual suspension system. Yeah. like you were talking about the ladder bars. Spring, exactly the the yeah. transverse spring. Yep. I would probably run that front and rear. Oh man, I wouldn't do it rear. I guess well, yeah, because that would give you the look right behind the axle. So yeah, I dig it. Chrome. Um, do you guys watch? Uh, so there's a Tim Allen. I think I mentioned it last time, but um, Tim Allen has a, a video series on his channel. That they're building like what was a magazine featured street rod in like the 40s and 50s it is a super cool but it's a two-year process and it, it comes out every thursday his daughter records it and posts it i mean it's on like the tim allen youtube channel like with all of his comedy and stuff like that's like it's called the vic vik it's so awesome i'm, I'm gonna have to check it out yeah, it's no. a, uh, they're taking like a 32 or 34 forward that was like just he kept he keeps saying it has the stance it had the chop the way it sits and all this kind of stuff but it's converting to electric i mean it's all this kind of stuff well and they're taking three motors and they're making it it looks like a v series engine it's this whole crazy thing and uh but other than the electric side of stuff like you'll you'll look at that car and it'll be 50s street rod that that's that's the other the other thing that that kind of throws me on the the street rod jeep idea because I love it I'm never going to build it please God somebody build it it'd be awesome but the the windshield you either take like if you're going to go with this style yeah. of of build you either take the factory windshield and cut it down yeah. or you throw the Auburn windshield on there ooh the Auburn would be kind of cool the Auburn would be kind of cool if you can make it fit on that body ah man. Because you could, I mean, if, yeah. See, like this, like this one would need to be rich. But if I was rich, I'd be so broke. <laughs> I'd take on dumb stuff like this. I'd be like, you're right. Let's do it. But but that's the thing. And, and that's, that, that when I looked at that picture uh, of the Bonneville drawing, it's builds like that that interest me. It's builds like that that, that draw me further into this. You know, there, there's times when you're sitting at home and you're watching 8,000 YouTube videos and, and you see 8,000 different directions people are going. Yeah. And you still haven't seen the idea that you have in your head. And, and you want to dig into it. You want to... It sounds like an awesome idea. And then you start looking at prices and, and like that quick change rear end, I want to say that thing's like $3,500 by itself. Yeah. And then uh, you... Dude, I, hey, I, I just found it. If you... if For people listening, type in on Google... 
Tom Taylor Jeep drawing. Dude does, cool. he's got wires on it, but it looks super cool laid out like that. Oh, man. Yeah, all day. I can dig it. You see it? It's a oh, really, it's a really cool yeah, drawing, man. and in the drawing, he he goes with the little shorty aluminum windshield. Yeah, it's he, like four inches tall. He gets he gets it down real low, and and yeah. you know you can tell that it's it's the civilian version because like yeah. when you start getting into the Jeep guys, the Jeep guys start getting technical about this. But the the military, the turn signals are sunk in, the headlights have a shroud over the top of them. That one's like an actual civilian Jeep yeah. that has been converted over. There's no way you can run it at Bonneville because all that air that's going to jam up under those fenders, that thing's just going to stand straight up at, <laughs> yeah. at the halfway point. So, well, I mean, it, with a big Hemi in it. <laughs> but but that's... Not a 331 Hemi. No, a 331, you're only hitting like 95 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, but just digging way too far in, into this project, that's what I would build. Yeah, that's awesome. If money were That's pretty killer. Too. Yeah, that's a cool sound. I've built it a thousand times in my head. I'm really impressed. <laughs> I'm really impressed with the level of detail. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I've I've had this Jeep. Like I said, that, that drawing came out at, I want to say it was in the the front page, the like the 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 staff page on Hot Rod Magazine. That, or the the editorial page. Mm-hmm. The editorial page. Yeah. It was on that editorial page and it was probably 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's and the minute I saw it, I liked the idea. I just didn't, I, I don't have any desire to own a Bonneville style build. Yeah. But like that's more, more hot rod style with that. Very hot rod. Yeah. yeah. Because like, I mean like that truck really, it, it's probably not hard to build that, you know, like hey. you, your stuff, your expense would be in the details, would be in the 331. Yeah. Hemi. So be, yeah, find, finding an old fire dome Hemi is... Yeah. Well, an old and, Red Ram, yeah. Yeah, Red Ram. And the other yeah. side of that stuff, too, would be you couldn't do the wrong wheels. No. <laughs> but, but, but that's yeah. what a lot of this comes down to, and that, that's what a lot of people don't, don't understand, is the, the first thing that most of us look at is wheels. Yes. And the reason the first thing we look at is wheels is because it will dictate everything about where you're going yeah. from that point moving forward. Yeah. When I decided on Astro Supremes... Yeah. I knew what direction this car was going. It yeah. was going to wind up late 60s, early 70s, yep. lowrider. It's the same thing with, with that Jeep build. You know, if, if you're going to go to where you want it to look like, uh, I want to say it's Mooney and Sharp, the old Mooney and Sharp 34. It was blue. It had the Halibrands, the, the, mm-hmm. yep. the big pockets on the back and the spindle mounts on the front. If, if you're wanting to go for a drag race look and you're wanting it to be street rod, that's the direction you want to go with it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't let the fact that the doors aren't there throw you off from where you want to go. But you're right with the, with the details. It's going to get expensive because the first thing you want to do is the back of the body on the old flat fender Jeeps is so much lower than the cowl that you almost want to move it up. That way you can get more fender room. That way you can fit a bigger tire or yeah. you can get it lower. That being said, that's going to be that much more cost. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, how do you? Because you know, then you're taking, you're top, chopping the body apart. Exactly. Adding all that. Yeah. So you you almost and and on top of that, at that point, it, it becomes, well, do I raise the back half or do I section the front half so that it sits down closer to the yeah. ground? So it 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 would get confusing. It would get pricey. Yeah. 
but I love it as a build. Yeah, it'd be a cool. It'd be a cool. Rig. That'd be righteous. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Pop the hood. And there's like just this crazy amount of chrome and <laughs> hillborn injection. All that, you know, all this yeah. kind of stuff. It'd be cool. So, but, I I can't follow that, unfortunately. I, I apologize. I, I I like I said, I've had this in my head for a while, and and I've got it down to it's it's either going to be black with flames. Because it's so cliche and I love it. So cliche. No, that Black with yellow and orange flames. Any Riddler car is copper, maroon. Okay, now that brings me that brings me problem. to the other color. <laughs> the other color is like a Ferrari red. Oh, Rosa Corsa. Man, okay. Yeah. Like a Ferrari red with a baseball glove leather interior, like the yeah. tan leather interior. In, inside, and like some aluminum. Buckets. For those that don't know, Fro loves baseball. I do, and and Fro hates Italians. I, it's not Italians. I hate Italian cars. <laughs> that's what I meant. I hate. I hate that's what yeah. I meant. Italian cars. We're talking about cars. Fro <laughs> hates Italian it's cars. Italian. So it the didn't fact come out that way. <laughs> Fro hates Olive Garden. Yeah. Well, that's not really Italian food. Especially what? since you got to pay for breadsticks now. Are you serious? Hold yeah. up, hold up. Let's, before we get into that. But, <laughs> if, you, if you go with the, if you go with the Ferrari red, and you go with that. It's Rosa Corsa red. Whatever. Ferrari you red. You do you. It's Rosa no, Corsa. So, you, you do the, the seats in that shade of leather, right? Yeah. Then you can do a, a, a like the same leather on the on the tonneau cover and you could actually even go the full nine to where you you you've got a low back seat so that you can actually take that tonneau cover and cover up the passenger seat whenever you don't want to see it wow. and you mm, go ferris almost, bueller style you you go yes. almost like the full 60s thing. yes very cool i dig it that'd yep. be a cool car see this one we're not rich because we'd spend one hundred and fifty thousand on that well no, and, and i've interrupted you so no please, you're good continue. you're good so this is the reason that we decided to do Money is no object build versus dream build because yeah. it's not the same thing even remotely. No. Right. And 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 nobody that's not a car guy can understand that. Mine is so terrible. And I feel bad about following your Jeep build with this. I want so badly to purchase an 86 or 87 Dodge Rampage and put an SRT4 neon engine yeah. in it. Yeah. And just Build it to the max. I would love to get a rampage and run eight and a halfs and challenge Supras and you know everything what, else on you know the street. What would be so much fun in that is to do like an all-wheel drive setup. In yes. That rig with like a because like the neons are four G sixty threes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, that'd be so much fun. Do like an all-wheel drive system out of like an Eclipse. I've or something. always wanted to. I so and and the funny thing is this goes back way back. So Fro's talking about his comes from a hot rod magazine. Where does yours come from? The Chevelle it came from a model car. Came model from a car, model yeah. car that you built when you were how old? Oh, I was 12. Wait, 12. Twelve. Twenty-eight years ago. Hey, you want to hear a funny? And, story? and I'm twenty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I probably bought this car before you were alive. Um, I gave that car, that model car, away the first shootout we did. Uh, as like a as a trophy. Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's and, awesome. Hey, and we've only done that. This was our eighth year to do that. So I had that car for twenty years. That's awesome. Yeah. So no this all goes that. back. This all goes way back. And when I was, and I mentioned in the previous podcast that I grew up in a salvage yard that my stepdad owned. 
whenever I was 10 was the first time I laid eyes on a rampage. We went and we picked up like five cars from this, this lot that was like, it, it, my dad died and we want all these cars out of here. And we went and picked up, there was a Ram, a Ram 50, a Dodge D50, a little tiny car mm-hmm. or t- tiny truck, which I actually own a Mighty Max now, which is funny. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. um, there was the Rampage. There was a Ram Charger. Yes. And then there was a Blazer K, uh, K10 Blazer. Wow. Or K5 Blazer. K5. Yeah. K5 Blazer. So three Mopars in the Chevy. And we took them home, and I gravitated, oddly enough, to the Rampage. Because it was just the most hideous. It's yeah. half the size of, of a uh, Ranchero or an El Camino. They're tiny. Yeah. They came with little four-cylinders in them. The, the uh, high-output version, if you will, was like a 2.2-liter uh, turbo. It, came, it was the same engine that they used in the Shelby Daytonas. And they're just garbage. But... They're so light. They don't weigh anything because they're so small. They don't weigh anything. If you put a 230-horse neon SRT4 engine in it, and then then that's the thing, though. You start with 230, and then you build the crap out of it and end up with 400 and, who knows, 70 horsepower, and then the all-wheel drive terrain that you're talking about out of the Mitsubishi. That'd be so awesome. Because it's so interchangeable because Dodge and Mitsubishi were so linked from i don't know the mid 80s to the early 2000s you can you can put all that stuff together if you can get something that is all-wheel drive to launch that weighs nothing that has 450 horsepower you could very easily run 1050s and reliably that would be so much fun and i want to build that so bad the funny thing is is there's a guy and 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 i didn't know this but there's a guy in in our town in bentonville that that drives around and he's got a black 85 rampage and i saw the car and i was like man that's a cool rampage and he's like you have no idea and i went what are you talking about and he said come out here and check it out so he pops the hood and it's got the what is it a 2.4 liter i think four-cylinder srt engine in it i think so wow and I was like, no way, you SRT swapped it. That's so cool. And he's like, you're the first person that's looked at this and known instantly it was an SRT. And I was like, dude, I've been dreaming of this since I was a kid. That's cool. So he opens the driver door, and not only has he SRT4 swapped it, all four wheels are SRT suspension. Oh, jeez. He's SRT4 swapped the engine. It's a six-speed, or a five-speed. It's yeah. a five-speed that came out of the SRT4. And the entire dashboard, the seats, everything was neon SRT4. <laughs> it was perfectly done, and, and it's so flawless. It had the neon SRT4 wheels. That's cool. It was, Is that here in Bentonville? It's in Bentonville. Oh, yeah. The dude drives around. I think he lives in Bella Vista because I see it in Bella Vista from time to time. But it's a black 85 Rampage that he's SRT4 swapped, and it's in an entire swap. Can you imagine getting, like... Like ran on by that dude. <laughs> it would be so funny. You're lining up and you're like Camaro SS2, right? Yeah. Like a 2014 Camaro SS2, yeah. and this dude pulls up and and just smokes you from a green light. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? That's exactly the reason that I want to build it because yeah. if you take a four cylinder Rampage to a drag strip and you get rolled by a Rampage, yeah, 
your con- your 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 mindset never recovers. Like yeah. you're going to take your car home and analyze it for the next twelve <laughs> years on how you got rolled by a four cylinder with a turbo. We yeah. got we got different opinions on that. I just sell it. <laughs> so it, okay, so you either sell it or go home and think about it for twelve years. Period. End of story. You got rolled by a rampage and yeah. it ruined your life. Yeah, you're never telling that story to anyone. You're like, dude, I don't want to. I don't. My I blew it up at the line. There's yeah. no more clutches. <laughs> the clutch is back there. I well, like and there's that guy who built that rampage for uh, SEMA. It's got a newer model Hemi mounted in the bed. Mm-hmm. See, and that's the thing. And the, and so this is where it gets unique. Everybody buys these rampages and in the 80s and 90s they were huge on the drag scene and they were all big block mopar stuff it was all 400s and 440s and they were all rear wheel drive every single one of them with pizza cutters on the front big huge fat tires in the back there was there was hundreds of those things making passes and it wasn't nhra but they were making passes at mocan and at tulsa and all these tiny little drag drag strips and they're making stupid fast passes, but they were all rear-wheel drive, big block or small block cars. Mm. Nobody has built one that would just take on anything with a four-cylinder. Yeah. There's people that have obviously done it for the street. I want to do one for the strip, and and, and I want it to be on. Uh, I don't. I I'm not as good with the wheel names as you are, but they've got those dog dish aluminum wheels that have the seven circle cut cuts in them. I like love the, the Alcoas. Yeah, it's kind of like an Alcoa, but they're like 15s or 16s. They're smaller. I love uh, the look yeah, of those. It's like an Outlaw 2. Yes, Outlaw 2s. Okay, so there you go. That's that's the wheel, That'd right? Because be cool. they're light. You put the same width on all four tires because yep. it's a four-wheel. It's an all-wheel yep. drive. Yep. You put the same width on all four tires. You put slicks on all four wheels. <laughs> you, you could put drag radials on all, four, yep. on all four and drive it to the strip. Yeah. And like you were talking about with mileage, you get pretty good mileage driving it up. Oh, you yeah. probably get 23, 24 miles per gallon <laughs> driving it to the drag strip. Smoke a Camaro or a Challenger or a Mustang yeah. or who cares what you're lining up against. Yeah. You're going to smoke it. And then you're going to drive it back home. Yeah. And that dude's going to regret his life for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. And, and the next time you see him, he's going to have a big bottle on or he's going to have a ton of stuff. <laughs> he's, he's got like, the I mother bottle. I got you. He's, yeah. he's got the mother bottle in the back he's of the like, car. Two bottles. Yeah, big ones. Tonight. So, Matt, what's yours? Well, this is a little known fact about me because everybody assumes I'm just purely a Mopar guy. Um, I don't. I know that you like the Bowtie quite a bit. It's not. This is a new Bowtie. Wow. Um, I'm actually an old Mustang guy. I love them. Wow. And see, we're. I, I gotta I, go. How <laughs> dare you? So, Matt's gonna drink his Ema and we're gonna get out of here. Yeah. No, but see, it's it's not Eleanor. A lot of people assume it's Eleanor. Um. I love Bullet. Oh, yeah. I love it. And the week we actually found out we were expecting, my wife and I were going to take that weekend. We were going to go place an order for one of the 2019 Bullets. Oh, dang. We were going to go place an order for it because a Bullet had been a dream car of mine, and they rolled out. That was the year they rolled out the new ones. Yeah. And we were we were literally planning, like, we'll go this weekend, place the order, and we'll have it whenever they roll out. Yeah. That Friday, she rolled up with a positive pregnancy test. She's like, hey, you know, I'm feeling a little funny. I got to so, move around in there. This is going to be a rough way for James Lee to figure out that, <laughs> that, that he's the reason you didn't get a Mustang. Yeah, the dad could have had a cool car, but uh, instead. It's, it's fine. I got the duster. Yeah. Yeah, way, yeah. way cooler. Man. That's so cool. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. So the, so the dream car Mustang, is it just a straight up bullet build? Well, it would be, on the outside, yes. Um, it's a lap of America car. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it'd be way cooler. Um, SEMA build. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Well, no, I would love to no, have it look just like it did in the movie. Yeah. With a little bit of damage on it, I wouldn't care so much there. Because, I mean, I just love the fact that they used, like, a car that looked like it had really been driven. Did we have that conversation on one of the other podcasts about how some old lady drove it for, like, five years after the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. You weren't here for that. I keep looking. I wasn't here. You look at me like yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Did we talk about that last week? No. <laughs> but no, no I, I didn't. I would actually run... I'd take... I'd leave the body the same. Um, I'd probably definitely put a cage in just for strengthening up the car. Um, I would actually run the new 7.3 gas engine they just came out with. Um, I would run that engine. Single cam, you know, in the block. You know, I'm just saying the LS configures. Yeah, it's weird. How the heavies in the LS figured out all this. Yeah, they copied the LS. Wait a minute, it's not modular now? What What do you mean it's a push rod engine? (laughs) Yeah, Chevy narrowed the market on that one. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, it was only Chevy. There was no heavy. Well, the LS. Copied from the 351. Yeah, I hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what I would do underneath it because it's just I would just be too excited to have the car. But that's I know the engine I'd run. Probably the same QA one under the duster. More than likely, I'm, you've got a good setup. I, I was kind of making a joke, but at the same time, what I mean, else are you gonna do? I mean, definitely disc brakes all the way around. Mustangs are not drag car like drag strip cars. They're no, this would be definitely like a rally course or a road yeah, yeah road, road rally. course, autocross. Yeah, yeah it's definitely been an autocross car. Because, I mean, I would definitely probably run a T56 Magnum or something in it. Mm-hmm. And keep the five-speed. with Oh, that'd be a six-speed with overdrive. That way, for when you're doing the, the rally course, you can just power through it. If you hit a straightaway, just hammer down and go. Because, I mean, those transmissions are built to take that abuse. Yeah, and 7.3 would be a ton of fun. Yeah, I mean. Lots of torque. Literal ton. Yeah, we're not talking about a power stroke. Yeah, you could lug it, lug it around. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm serious. Like a seven three makes like five hundred something foot pounds at like yeah three thousand RPM or so. It's crazy. Oh like, no, they're they are monstrous engines. Yeah. I mean, that's why I decided I'd want if I ever got something that was going to build like that. That's what I would run. Everybody, a lot of people think you'd run Coyote or something, but I would mainly because they called it the Godzilla. That's an awesome name. Oh, wait, name. what? You enjoy that name? I do. I love that name. <laughs> Matt's a nerd. We'll skip past that. What do you think is the reason that we don't have any big blocks going on right now? With all of today's technology, all these small engines building huge horsepower, if if Mopar wanted to throw out a 426 actual like production engine, if Chevy wanted to throw out a 454 LS, I'll tell you. If Ford wanted to throw out something huge... Diesels, people can afford to pay ten grand more for a diesel. Yep, the, and that's the whole bottom line. Because it's, like, it's so crazy that there's all this power potential. Yeah, because we're talking about numbers in a three forty five Hemi, a five seven, that were big block numbers oh, in yeah. the sixties and seventies. Well, we're talking about numbers in a in a five three LS. That were 454 SS numbers in the oh, 60s and more. 70s. Like the LT 53s make like 425. Right. I mean, that's that huge power. Drop, drop the bomb you got cooking for. We're also talking about an entire generation of people who are trying to figure out how to save a world. 
Yeah, and they're going to mine. That, that may or may not be dying. This may be yeah. like some, some fake news thrown at you. The land? Yeah. You no, they, they don't care because they're, they're winning their holy I, war against gonna the not, gas. We're going to not get into the politics of this part of it. <laughs> yeah. but, but, so wait, so, so my, my opinion, why we don't have big blocks out there, California, the end. Go ahead. <laughs> He's not wrong. But You're not wrong. But at the same time, so they're still building them, but they're not production but engines. Then, I mean, think about it. Like, you're talking like, I mean, what's what's a late model Coyote run? I mean, those cars have been 11s. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. almost bone stock with a tire. Right. Like a tire in your well, see, 11s. And see, that's what I'm trying to say is they're getting all this power out of a small, basically a small block application. Mm-hmm. What's the point of even needing to build a big block? Yeah. Because if you built the big block, so the 426, the Elephant, is a thousand horsepower, turnkey, ready to roll, yeah. put it in your car and drive it every day. Yeah. Show, show me the project car with that motor. Shut done. up. We both hate that car. Me and you both. There's one car done with that motor. And it's got white walls. It's because they gave it to the wrong person. They did not give it to the wrong person. They did not give it to the wrong person. They gave it to the wrong person. That dude drives me. I can't watch that show. See, and we're in the same, and I am the Mopar apologist in this room. And Matt's kind of the Mopar guy. I'm, I absolutely bleed Mopar. Yeah, that, dude that guy, dude, I but can't do it. But how cool is it that he put it in the health, that he put that motor in Christine? I mean, like... I it would be that. awesome if it had slicks on it, but it's not, so it, it doesn't matter. But you matter. gotta realize, that's not him. At least he's staying true to himself. He he's, is not that guy. Yeah, he doesn't right. like doing customizations. That's fantastic. Put a thousand horsepower on bias flies. You're right. Thank God he <laughs> stayed true to himself. Yeah. Put that thing in blasphemy and let it run seven yeah. seconds. Well, he, Finnegan, Finnegan would blow it up on the first pass. You, not even that. Not, throw that thing thank in. Thank God. Throw that thing in on on. Put it an in, old Cuda. Put it no, in an old Challenger. Regular cab short bed 2019 Dodge Ram would be a Dude, fun. It doesn't, yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, except the TRX is like over 100 grand. Yeah, but it's a four-door Raptor truck. Like, I'm talking like SRT-10 truck. Yeah. Cab SRT-10 okay, I'm with you. You know what I mean? We're yeah. talking something that we could build in this garage right here if they gave us the engine. Yeah, and about 100 <laughs> And whatever it took to make it work. Yeah. 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 I saw what we did with, with the uh, motor we're working on tonight. I'm not sure anybody wants to give if us If you're listening one. to this podcast, don't watch the live feed because then you won't give us the engine. $100,000. Yeah. <laughs> As a sponsorship for us to give you money. <laughs> well... <laughs> Thank well, God you know, we came back to that. <laughs> was, that the, was that the first podcast? Hey, don't go back and listen to that. Well, you know, we're on touching on the elephants, we brought it up. Dodge, brilliant. Their marketing campaign was brilliant because everybody knew it was going to be a 426. Yeah. The fact that it's 1,000 horsepower. Yeah. I mean, they just, they killed it. But here's the thing. $30,000 engine from, from Mopar, $30,000. They did 1,000 engines on the first run. Yeah. They sold out in an hour. Yeah, I did the math. They made thirty million dollars on just engines in an hour. Yeah, but what's the R and D cost behind that? Not that process? much, since they already had it figured out for the Hellcat. It's just a Hellcat platform. It's so that's the thing is it's not that much. They've been building aluminum block four twenty sixes for twenty years. Oh wow! And you can buy an aluminum block four twenty six out what, of Speedway. What blower do they use on it? 
It's a blower motor, right? It is a blower motor, and mm-hmm. it's and it's just an upsized version, like he said, of the Hellcat and Demon blower. Yeah, that's all they did. They just took a Demon and Hellcat platform oh. and made it a 426. With today's technology. So I'll give you guys a story that blew my mind. So uh, I'm going on an express rally next weekend. So I was over in Salon. Do you have stickers to put all over your car? Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's... Yeah, all over. It's going to be Does great. it have salt life stickers, too? I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it will now. <laughs> so, but Don Pugh is my... Uh, I'm co-piloting with him. He has a Trackhawk. Y'all, have you ridden in a Trackhawk yet? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Oh, God. Mama is badass. Like, we did the four-wheel drive launch. Uh, it was pretty, pretty gnarly. Do we need to no, no. pause? And, no. Uh, it was awesome. I I have been in some drag cars, and it was not as violent as the Trackhawk. And, like, a mom could leave the stoplight in this Trackhawk. I mean, it was easy. It was like two buttons, hit the launch control, and do something else, mm-hmm. and put it to the floor, and it launches like 1,800 RPMs. And yeah, just, they're nasty. It was crazy. S- yeah. Since we're on such a Mopar kick at the moment, can we talk about, take a moment and appreciate how petty... Mopar at Chrysler is. Ford releases the images for the new Bronco, and not even an hour later, Jeep releases the 392. Yeah, SRT. SRT Jeep <laughs> yeah. Wrangler. That's awesome. See, and and Fro and I were talking about this the other day. It seems like Ford understands their market. They understand their customer base. Yeah. And Dodge understands their customer base. Mopar as a whole, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge. Well, let's. Let's go one step further with what we were talking about the other day, because I know where you're going with this. Yes. So let's go one step further with this. Ford releases the Bronco. Mm-hmm. Bunch of fanfare. Everybody loves it. There, there's four versions of it. It's it's really cool. It's a reasonably good design. I love it. They released the what is it the the three ninety two the three ninety two Jeep three ninety two Wrangler. We've been, yeah, we've been calling for for. So, so there, there's your, there's your off-road market. You've got your Bronco, you've got your Jeep. GM comes out with an electric Hummer. Yeah, yeah, yep. That costs almost as much as my house. Now, does GM still own Hummer, or has it, yeah. has it moved on? No, they own it. GMC. It's a GMC Hummer EV. Yeah. So that, and that's exactly where I'm going. Mopar gets it. Ford gets it. Fomoco, they get it. Yeah. The Chevy, the Chevy people, the people at the corporate level—not Chevy guys as yeah. as such—but the corporate people released a Blazer that is just a Traverse, but like a little bit bigger. No, here's what. Okay, so so you could have released the K5 but, Gen Two, right? But if you, but there was also an S10 Blazer. So yeah. like they needed to like somehow say it was going to be the small one because the minute they started putting Blazer. Everybody thought big one. Yeah. Because that's what, you know. Well, see, here's Bronco a... had been hitting on for a long time. Yep. You know, big one. But they never intended it for to be that. They intended it to be like an S10 Blazer. Uh, yeah. And well, a see, Soccer Mom Blazer, too. Like, it doesn't even look like a Blazer. I think Ford sat, found out about the Blazer, and they sat back to see how bad Chevy was going to mess it up yep. and how they got tore apart on it. And then they're like, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. because. Well, I think they probably said, hey, listen, guys, there's a market for this. Yeah. These guys, you know, so we talked earlier, financing's cheap, it's easy to get. Hell, let's let somebody spend some money with us. And yeah. they're not badly priced. Like, I've been keeping an eye on it because I wouldn't mind having one of the new Broncos. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm a little bummed out it doesn't have a V8 option, but the, everything I've heard about those EcoBoost engines isn't bad. Dude, 420 horsepower right now. Yeah. EcoBoost V6. On Speaking the of the EcoBoost, while we were at the Maple Leaf, we saw an, an actual old Bronco that yeah. had an EcoBoost swap, and it was, awesome. it was cool. It, it was, was cool. cool. We all walked up to it and went, are you freaking kidding me? And then we all looked at it for a couple minutes, and all three of us were like, Okay. But it wasn't. But it wasn't like the old old Bronco. It was like a seventy eight seventy. It was like a seventy eight seventy nine. It was not the original Bronco. Yeah. but It wasn't a Bronco two. It's that second like gen OJ big Bronco. Bronco. Yeah. No. This, this is like. Well, this is a bit before, before that era. Prior. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So second gen. So you got first gen, the second gen, side. third gen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the EcoBoost, and we all walked up to it and went, "This is stupid." And then, like five minutes later, all three of us were like, "Okay." That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it was very well done. But, I mean, no, Ford, Ford. I think Ford, I know some people disagree with me, but I think Ford killed it yeah. with the new Bronco. I yeah. think they absolutely nailed it. I mean, they've been they've been so open and listening to people. Yeah. They've already added different trim options. They've added different transmission options just since they even announced it because people are like, well, I want the manual in this. I'm like, well, we don't offer that. Well, we... There's a huge demand for it, so now they're putting the manual in a couple of the other trims. That's cool. Um, they're actually listening to people, and they're actually releasing videos of them testing this. Like, there's videos of that of those Broncos taken on the Rubicon. That's mm-hmm. cool. I mean, there it is being sold and released as an off-road vehicle. It even comes with a little hood fender, a little fender fastener, so you can run the cables to keep the branches off your windshield. And that comes factory. That's cool. Yeah, that makes it a build. Yeah, it's built. <laughs> I just like a, just like a Copo Camaro is a build. <laughs> yeah. Did you know the dude at Straight Line Performance had a Copo Camaro? <laughs> Did you say that on the previous one? Because I think I heard that. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> what? You're right down the street from me? <laughs> well, guys, we ran a couple of episodes tonight. Yeah, but we're gonna, we're gonna call it night. It's getting a little late. Um, Mike, thanks again for coming. Yeah, dude. Um, I want to take a moment and thank everybody who's been listening. We never thought we'd get to six hundred listens, over six hundred listens, this fast. Um, or ever, or ever for or, some of us, or past episode number one. But um, we're truly grateful, and we're having a blast doing this. We appreciate you guys all listening. Um, y'all enjoy this episode, and you guys have a good night. We're out. <laughs>